0: Hi! Thanks so much for joining me here today. I am here with Emma Lansdell and Dan Fincher at Monticello State Park. I'm super excited about doing this talking travel with Wendy today with uh, Emma, my new friend, and Dan. I don't want to say old friend, but long time friend. You can (laughs) say (laughs) old. I just use it. Long time friend. (laughs) Uh, So. Thank you so much for having me here today. Absolutely.
1: Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, I am a huge hiker. I'm so glad to be back in Alabama to uh, really explore and highlight the hiking trails. And um, so let's talk Montesano State Park. We've been waiting to do it with you. Yes, I know. Thank you, COVID. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Montesano, Mountain of Health, right? Right, and yes, ma'am. And I was curious as it's a Spanish word for correct so for it's me. actually monte
1: Sano. okay so we all say say because no, we're <laughs> in the south um mountain of health so you no know, for the mineral springs okay here on the mountain is supposed to be you know
0: but spanish you you why are. why spanish that, i was just wondering do you have any idea yeah me neither okay that's something we, google we was help.
2: part of we were part of spain at one time oh okay alabama, alabama. and mississippi was a spanish possession There
0: you go. Dan would know. (laughs) Dan does. Dan does. (laughs) Thank you, Dan. That was awesome. The hill itself became really popular in the early 1900s, and people from all over the world, including the Vanderbilts and uh, the Astors, came to, they used to have a hotel here, right? Correct. Yes, ma'am.
1: So they rode rode the railway up the mountain um, to the Montesano Hotel, which is right outside of the park kind of adjacent to uh, the boulevard just right off the boulevard and the chimney still stands today
0: okay they've
1: got a really cool historical marker there in the front it's a residential home like the land of course but the chimney is something really awesome to still see
0: okay there was a
1: fire Correct. Yes, ma'am. So basically, everything on the mountain has burnt at one time. This lodge (laughs) facility has burnt from Mm. the original um, structure that the CCC built. It was in ruins for years. Staff house in the park, as well as one of the old taverns. So there's been a lot of structures that have gone over the years due to fire.
0: I don't think I realized this was a CCC
1: project. This was originally a CCC project. Yes, ma'am. And a lot of the original stone that you see in the facility was reused when they rebuilt the lodge.
0: Oh that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Nineteen thirty eight it became a state park or was protected?
2: Nineteen thirty eight was when the Monsanto State Park opened.
0: Okay, when it opened. Correct. Okay. So they had been, you know,
1: the CCC had been preparing all the fourteen cabins that we have, the lodge, um, one of our staff houses, the tavern, things like that, you know, they had been working on that. Okay. Previous before that time when the park actually came open
0: to was, the public. Was the railway the only way to get up and down the mountain?
2: There was a couple of other roads, but they were wagon roads, oh, okay. really rough. Okay. And they mostly went to New Hope for the cotton wagons to come across. Oh, really? Right.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. Long distance, yeah. the railway was probably the way to go. Okay. And then there's, there's just one little town, right, by Duda. Is correct that it? Mm-hmm. that's it um, yes, on ma'am. the mountain and um how many people lived there do you think at the beginning it was probably just slow growing 50 maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. 50 very small little yeah. area for sure and you share the mountain with burritt on the mountain which yes, I am. um dr burritt i worked there for a little while it's a beautiful place yeah yeah um and he was a homeopathic doctor and i didn't know that and, yeah health again That's awesome. <laughs> natural health yeah. so um let's talk about some of the hiking trails that you have okay. here and dan you help with uh keeping them felled and you
2: know i i work more in you know customer service work at the gate okay. uh, some of the other volunteers do the maintenance on the trails the uh, hammer of the bicycle club and several other groups help us keep the trails up since mountain biking became a thing, that's really what has expanded and helped uh, the trails on Montesanto.
1: Okay. They do, they put in a lot of service hours on the trails, so just like Dan said, they do a lot of repairs, um, water drainage, they do a lot of tree cleanup, you know, they kind of do it all. And And that's all volunteer? Mostly, some of our maintenance crew does get out there, of course, and hike out and clean up some stuff. But as far as trail maintenance, repairs, like bypass areas where places yeah. need to be rerouted because of washout and things like that. The mountain biking organization, okay. um, Huntsville um, Area Mountain Bikers, the Hammer Club is a section of Sorba. Okay. So they mainly take care of all that stuff. They, we work really well together. So that's super cool. Yeah, they're amazing.
0: Yeah. So you do have some trails that are not for bikers, just for hikers or, or walking most everything
1: is dual usage some places have some limited biking areas where it would tell you entering you know limited biking access where you would actually get off of your bike and push through that area Um, and like the Japanese garden the gravel path is a no biking but most everything is a dual usage here so of course the bikers yield to hikers um, as your you know respects and the rules and regulations for hiking
0: so, we just So how to many give uh, one. day hike trails do you have here for mileage? Well, no, like, how are, are some connected? Or? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know,
1: you could spend there's like different trails um, on some of the like trail usage apps that I'm sure you use, like yeah. all trails okay. and trail forks and things like that. Okay. Um, they have some different loops that are. Um, already created that tell you what to do when you're out there on the trails and you can get like a 10 to 12 to 15 mile hike depending on how many of the land trust property that you're going to add in with our trails as well.
0: Okay so is there is there a division of land trust or can you go right from Montesano Park to the land trust trail?
2: You go right from Montesano to the land trust.
0: That's awesome. It's really So awesome. that's a great
2: It
1: gives people a lot, people a lot yeah. of balance, too, because that's what they want if they're going out. You know, yeah. some people want to spend 10 hours
0: out. Oh, I have I have a friend who, Chrissy Scott, she she loves the the um, mountain running. Yeah. Yeah. What is it called?
2: Well, in that, we have yeah. several mountain races, uh, foot races. There's the DZ50, 50, 50, uh, 50K run. Yeah. There's Mountain Mist. Mountain Mist so, a couple of stage races that come in where okay. they'll race on the park and go on to the land trust and do a race. Okay. In uh, different stages and all. And then, of course, there's a mountain bike time trials and some mountain bike uh, uh, races that come in.
0: Oh, excellent. Excellent. Cool. So, um, on the trails, you would recommend people having plenty of water, hiking boots, are they required or can they just wear sneaks or?
2: You, you need to wear something. You need to wear sturdy foot gear because okay. the, the trails are rocky and they've got roots, and uh, you're not going to get far if you don't have some good
1: footwear. Absolutely. So even the, like, the flattest portion of the trails, you're still going to have roots and rocks. It's just safer for you. (laughs) Absolutely. It's safer for you. And when we say it doesn't have any major elevation change, you're still going down and coming back up, you know, at least 50 to 100 feet here and there. So it's definitely safer for your ankles. Okay.
0: So uh, let's shift gears. You can also stay here. There are cabins, and you can bring a camper, right? Yeah. So absolutely. tell us about uh, people who decide, I'm going to Montesano, and I'm spending the weekend or we'll let longer. Do, we'll let you do the camping.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, we have an 85-site 85, 85 campground. Uh, we can handle almost any size rig. Length is not a problem. We have uh, full hookup sites, a limited number of full hookup sites. We have quite a few water and electric sites. We also have uh, 20 primitive sites for people who want a tent camp, and those are all uh, behind a security gate in one area, so there's not people wandering through and that sort of stuff. They are, they are also close to the trails, so you can literally walk from your campsite to a trail and, and then connect to the other trails and go all over the park from your campsite.
0: Wonderful that's pretty awesome pretty incredible yeah Yeah. pretty incredible now you have to make a reservation for staying
2: it's it's best Um, camping has become extremely popular and uh, our weekends have been maxed out for the last uh, several weeks and it's always best to make a reservation you can do them online or you can call the office and they can make a reservation for you Okay. a lot of people have a favorite site they want to get that particular site every time they come up so it's always best to as far in
1: advance as you can Okay, and the website is? If you go to alapark.com, mm-hmm. you'll um, choose a specific park, which of course would be Montesano. It would take you to our homepage for okay. our park information. Um, on the far right side, it has a book Net reservations now link that okay. actually takes you to a third-party site.
0: For, um, for making the campsite? Yes, ma'am, for mm-hmm. camping
1: and cabin reservations.
0: Okay, um, excellent. Tell me about the caves. There are caves?
2: There are caves on okay. the park. The biggest one is the natural well. The natural well is basically, if you're looking at it from the outside, it's basically a hole in the ground. Okay. <laughs> it's, it starts off with a 150 foot vertical shaft and then it's got several miles of caves that connect to it. You need to get a permit from the office if you wanna go uh, caving. Of course, if you go in a natural well, you're gonna to have to be able to repel and have all of your equipment in with you. We have some grotto caves around uh, a few of those that people uh, are welcome to yeah. to enjoy. But the natural well not only requires a par- permit from us, but we ask people to contact the Speological Association here in Huntsville, because one of the things we're trying to prevent is the uh, brown nose uh, fungus that gets in oh, the bats, right, so trying right, to, right, right. trying to limit that, so limit the amount of visitors to that. And of course, we want to know if you get out or not.
1: Right. <laughs> Does require the permit, just that's super, like Dan said. That's you register super for it, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then we re- we require you to let us know when you're out of the woods.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. To return your permit, so we yeah. know you're safe. <laughs> At Montesano, you also you can have a wedding here or a function. You have many different venues yeah. to uh, to have that big event.
1: So the event Lodge, you know where we are now. That's one of the um, the biggest facility that we have. Most popular, you know, small functions as far as bridal shower, baby showers, all the way up to your weddings that are 250-plus people because of the size of the facility. Um, outside is one of the most beautiful places in the park to get married. You've got the beautiful terrace there, the gazebo set up, and then, the, of course, the view is just to die for. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is one of the most expensive, so a lot of people like to go the route of like one of the pavilion rentals. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have three different sizes. You've got a very small pavilion in the back of the bluff line which you also have that amazing overlook view. Yeah. The large pavilion, which is also there in the picnic area. And then we also have a third pavilion that's across from the across from, from us at the lodge. Mm-hmm. And this year we just finished the new trailhead pavilion that's at the biker's lot. It's a great pavilion. It's got bathrooms connected to it. It's got changing rooms for our bikers, social area. It's, it's pretty amazing. So no matter what kind of event you're looking to host, we usually have something that can accommodate you. For the size, okay. whatever your budget is, try to work with you as much as possible to see what's going to work yeah. the best.
0: Now, do people do they say we want uh, a wedding party to stay in the cabins and have the wedding here as well? I
1: mean, a lot of times we'll come through, you know, especially because a lot of folks have family out of town, family and friends that are traveling. It's <laughs> such a melting pot, you know, so they're from all over the world. Which obviously you know. Um, and people will come through and rent out, you know, off 14 cabins. If their family has a camper, you know, they might drive their camper with them cross the country and set up in the campground. But a lot of the families that do host some larger, like um, family reunions or yeah. weddings and things like that will come through and rent out the cabins for the entire weekend so that, you know, they can all congregate here. They're close, they're not getting back really late. And it works out really well, especially for getting ready and things like
0: that. Yeah. Do you have repeat families that just say, every year we're going to take this week and, yes. <laughs> and we do. Week? We
1: actually have quite a few of them. Some of them are local, and then some of them aren't mm-hmm. too far right. from us. Um, you know, here in Huntsville, especially, we're a little bit different than some of the other parks because our local support is what makes us so profitable. Um, most parks have a lot of folks that travel in from out of state, you know, different parts of the country, right. and different right. parts of the world. But our locals are some of our biggest financial supporters. So a lot of those families that come in and book out those cabins for an entire week or five days or, you know, whatever They're is. They're actually
0: from not they, too far away. They yeah. might be from Hampton yeah. Yeah.
1: They might be just ten minutes from us. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah. definitely, it's like a different part of the world being yeah. up here for them. It and makes,
2: they might get five or six campsites in the campground Okay. Mm-hmm. every year.
1: Yeah. Have a, you know, just to get together for somebody's birthday at like mm-hmm. the campground pavilion or something like that. You sure. Know, it's just a great place to congregate.
0: Yeah so let's talk about the cabins
1: so the cabins 1 through 11 are the original structures that the ccc did in the 1930s okay they're original they're original they all have a working fireplace
0: how hard Um, are they to keep up
2: constant
1: (laughs) constant constant repairs.
0: But I bet people really like the historical value. They do. They yeah. love
1: it. They love being able, you know, everybody likes to rent in October, November, December and build a fireplace oh, so. inside because so many people don't have that in their home now. So it's a big deal for their kids or for the rest of their family. <laughs> this keeps is how to build a fire. It keeps you very cozy in yeah. there for sure because it's a it's a small structure, you know, it's set up like a studio apartment um, and most everything has a screened in porch. So, you know, you do have area that's protected for when it is so buggy outside or so muggy like it is, today. but I bet those
0: and they fall, all have
2: views off the
0: yeah, and I bet the, the fall amazing. colors that's why it's beautiful.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, uh-huh. just like we said with um, camping, you want to make a reservation really as far out as you can. So, like I said, one through 11 is the original stone. Um, we do have three additional cabins that mm-hmm. are wood frames that just aren't the original stone cabins and don't have a fireplace. Okay. Um, they're really nice, they're still along the same bluff line. Um, You have that screened-in porch area there. You have the outdoor fire pit and a picnic table Mm -hmm. as well. So you still get to build a fire, just not not at night. You
0: probably noticed how popular it was, and they were like, "Well, we need to build a few more." Yeah, Yeah.
1: and you know, this time of the year and into the fall, you know, we could probably rent.
2: We could rent twice as many in the fall if we had them. Yeah, but the the workmanship on those cabins is we're not able to duplicate that now okay, yeah, if you look at the stonework so. and the, the woodwork on the inside of it uh, that's another thing about keeping them up okay. is you have to put it back as much like it was as possible yeah and that takes time a lot of time yeah do that. well Craftsmanship, who, who yeah. know who
0: know <laughs> know how to work yeah, with that absolutely. and that's kind of and yeah
2: two of the cabins are dog friendly and uh, one of them is a uh, ada compliant
0: oh that's good to know did you hear that my little pet lovers i have a lot of travelers well it's a big deal you know know, and um, you know they
1: do grow really quickly just (laughs) like we said as far as you make reservations especially if you need something that's pet friendly um, because we do just have those two options is
0: there a limit to how long you can stay in the cabin
1: no ma'am it's just all based off availability um you know if we um a lot of those weekends for like labor day memorial day um, Valentine's, Day. Valentine's Day you know a lot of those weekends yeah. throughout yeah. the summer especially throughout the fall it's full so yeah. you might be lucky if you could catch one for you know five to seven days we don't offer any kind of like extended stay rates or anything like that because they are so popular
0: is does the season end for the cabins for renting like at winter time or no
1: ma'am we rent 365 days a okay. year okay okay for camping and for cabins
2: they're especially popular in wintertime. Mm-hmm. okay
0: okay <laughs> That's good to know, too. And,
1: you know, it's real nice for a lot of our local folks for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas sure. and things like that. You know, people don't want to, you know, stay mm-hmm. with the, their family. You know, mm-hmm. they feel like they're being a burden and they have a, a small Maybe they don't want to clean them their out. house. Maybe. Too, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they want to get them to stay their own place. <laughs> so, right. um, but it's really nice. So we yeah. do have a lot of traffic during the wintertime, like Dan said, and then especially over the holidays.
0: Good.
2: We also have an 18-hole disc golf course. It's oh, yes. very popular yes. with a lot frisbee. of Yes, frisbee,
0: frisbee golf.
2: golf. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. The 18-hole disc golf course.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, you pay your day, your day use fee. You come in. You can play as many holes as you want until closing time.
0: Frisbee golf is super cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's incredible. it's a great
2: course that yeah. the guys have built, and they they help maintain it. And it's uh, it's uh, one of it's probably the best course in Huntsville, I would mm-hmm. say.
0: Well, in this close to RTJ for the Robert Trent Jones, yeah. you might have frisbee golfers, golfers, you golfers. Might.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But they, like Dan said, they do a lot of work on the course. It's, it's very nice. It's a, it's a major effort between you know, the people that play so much. You know, they do a, a lot of improvements on the course, and people seem to really enjoy it. So, you know, well, I know
0: when I've been to special events up here that people always bring their frisbee. You know, yeah, and and want to want to play it.
1: Why not? <laughs> yeah. a lot of people, you know, ask a lot of questions because they're unsure about. Well, you know, like, what's the rules? It's like just get out there and have fun.
0: Yeah, I do know that people come to the Overlook to take graduation, wedding photos, special event photos. Is do you have to have a permit? For that, for for taking photographs?
1: And... No, ma'am. Um, as long as you're paying your entrance fee to get in the front gate, parks really free reign for whatever you would like to do for the day. Of course, you know you have to follow all your rules and regulations of the park. Um, if you're taking any kind of photographs or videos, as long as it's just, it's just you, everybody knows they're being photographed. They're being... Right.
0: But no drones. No drones. <laughs> no drones. <laughs> Are you also on social media? Is Montesano on Facebook? And yes, Instagram? absolutely. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, um, Instagram handle is just, you know, Montesano State Park. Your Facebook page is Montesano State Park, Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. So, it does have the Huntsville, Alabama in the name and title okay. on okay. the park page.
0: Very good. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me here today. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed being here and being with my good long-time friend Dan and my new friend Emma thanks for being here for another episode of Talking Travel with Wendy.